Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to Business Spotlights with Jack and Jeff. Airing every Tuesday at noon here on Sarasota News Radio, 1320 AM. You can also listen right now via the iHeartRadio app or stream us at SarasotaNewsRadio.com. Jack Cox is the owner of Half Acre Construction and Jeff Charlotte owns J.E. Charlotte Construction. They're both here every week to share local business news, speak with other business leaders in our community, and discuss the issues that affect local business. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Here are your hosts of Business Spotlights, Jack Cox and Jeff Charlotte. Good afternoon. Welcome back to Business Spotlights with Jack and Jeff. And uh, Jack, for our radio audience, our 100,000 plus listeners, if you could update everybody on the status with the, uh, the hair, the kidney... Just, just life and just Jack in general. Well, I always enjoy talking talking about my personal health on the air, but I will say I'm not that happy with the hair. Um, I saw the the live video feed last week, <laughs> and I still have this large spot. It it grows like a weed in some places here and here, but in this one spot right here, it's just it's just not cutting it. And uh, so I, I'm not I'm not particularly thrilled. I'm sorry, I'm and, laughing. And, I'm and laughing I'm, with you, brother. And, I'm not and, laughing and, at you. And I'm fully clear to the kidney stones now. So they've been flushed. So that was that was a almost a non-event. Well, awesome. So so today's a fun show because we got a couple of our buddies and we've got your sister-in-law on and uh, want to formally introduce uh, everybody to my left. We've got Craig Steinhoff, Hillbarth and King CPA. He's the partner in charge and uh, Youngstown, Ohio boy that came down here and took over the Hill Barth and King Sarasota operation and uh, doing great stuff and uh, active member in the community after only, what, two years of being down here. Yeah. So thank you for coming on. And to your left is uh, a guy that I've known for a long time, Kelly Caldwell, Caldwell Trust, president, and uh, again, another community leader. And uh, to your left, we have Sarah Mackey, who's Jack's uh, uh, sister-in-law. And uh, you are an optometrist in uh, Manatee County in Bradenton? Yes, yes. Uh, Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on to the show. And, you know, our show, Craig actually mandates his entire office listen to our show. True. So they're out of the 100,000. They're probably 96,000 of our listeners. So, uh, But the format is we we really want to promote the good that the uh, the businesses are doing in our community. So with that, uh, I'm going to turn it over to to Craig and talk a little bit about your company and what you've been doing since you got down here two years ago. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Jeff. like you said, I'm, I'm the partner in charge of a CPA firm, and uh, HBK CPAs uh, is, is founded in Youngstown, Ohio, 1949, and we knew that Florida was a fantastic market to get into, and in 2009, HBK got the opportunity to come down here and merge Bill North. You guys know Bill North oh, Sr. Yeah, and, legend and, around yeah, here. Yeah, Bill North Jr. is still there, and... Uh, August of 2015, I got the opportunity to come down here and become the partner in charge of the office. It's uh, been a exciting and, and wild ride. I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's it's obviously been a, a welcoming community. Uh, I attribute a lot of that to the the Buckeyes that are in the state. Yeah, there's a lot you of know? Ohio influence down here. There really is. <laughs> yeah. There is. There is. So, you know, H- HBK CPAs, we are a, a top 50 firm in the country. 
we have 14 offices now covering four states, nearly 600 employees. But in, in Sarasota, uh, we got about 15. So it's, it's that small shop, but we got big resources and uh, we have a lot of fun, you know, doing what we're doing and uh, taking care of our clients. Well, you've been real active. You got on the uh, Argus board right. uh, quickly, and uh, you've been doing great stuff there. You're actually heading up uh, the the basically the, the funnest part of Argus, which is all the events, right? That's right. And, That's right. Uh, so we're looking forward to, to to seeing you do good stuff with that. And Kelly, talk a little bit. I, 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 met, I told Jack the story. I met you in 1995 at the Venice Sertoma Club. You were just a young guy out of Georgia Tech, I think, at the time, or an electrical engineer that got into uh, investment and and trust and money management. Yeah, Talk a little bit about that. That was a total fluke. I uh, I was graduated double E major, double right? E from yeah. Georgia Tech, uh, go Yellow Jackets, and um, came home and was actually had applied to law school and was going to go off to law school and deferred it a year and ended up uh, working with my dad in the finance area, enjoying it. And uh, one thing led to another, and next thing you know, we started Caldwell Trust Company. And there's two milestones we uh, recently hit, which are uh, pretty major. This is our 25th year. So in November, uh, we'll be celebrating our 25th year as Caldwell Trust Company. And uh, earlier this month, we topped $1 billion in assets under care wow. for the first time in our career, which is a pretty not monumental number. So we're pretty pleased about that. And obviously, uh, I want to congratulate you. You Caldwell Trust was uh, the Sarasota Chamber Business of the Year, which is a heck of an honor and, and well-deserved. And I had the pleasure of being there at that luncheon to see you get that award. And and I also want to compliment both you guys. You talk about having 15 employees in Sarasota, but how many employees do you now have, Kelly? 40? I, we just filled out our Super Bowl uh, chart. So uh, we gave so many people so many choices, and it turned out that we have 34 people. Nice. And I had so to almost take less people. boxes for myself just because uh, of the number of employees. I didn't know we had that many. So and the, the the spotlight for us, Jack, is these are good paying jobs. I mean, these are the the people you're employing are are really making good money and able to live in this community, and that's what we're trying to do. So, Sarah, talk a little bit about your the business of eyes. And I just found out before the program that you're an Auburn graduate, and you're not happy no, with no, the shirt no, anymore. Oh no, she she your husband to, was an Auburn yeah, graduate. She went to North Carolina that's Community right. College. She's a Tar Heel. <laughs> Excuse me. She's, she's a Tar Heel. She's a Tar Heel. <laughs> I'm a proud Tar Heel. Yes. <laughs> and a basketball fan over a football fan. I have always been a basketball fan over football, but when I moved to Florida, I have to tell you, I was single, and my dad said something about football, and I said, eh. Just wait till basketball season. Then we'll start talking. And my dad looked at me straight in the eye. He's only given me a few good pieces of advice with men. And he said, Sarah, if you want to meet a man down here in Florida, you've got to learn football. I learned football. Smart. Smart Smart man. So as Jess said, I'm an optometrist in Bradenton, Florida with the eye center. We have three offices, one on Cortez Road in Bradenton, one on Manatee Avenue, and then also one out in Parrish. Uh, we have six doctors working for us at this point, and we have about 30 employees. And your husband is a, a doctor too, right? My husband is also yeah. an optometrist in the practice too, yes. Yeah, that's awesome. So there's kind of a balance of raising family and both of you working in the same practice. And Yeah, it works out really well. Uh, like I said, we have three offices. He works in one office. I work in another one. Um, I've kind of cut down to part-time since we had kids. And we kind of manage the business together. He works more of the financials, business running the business, and I do more of the um, buying of the frames and lens, the frames for the practice. The retail aspect, mm-hmm. of, yeah, that's great. 
Well, we want to uh, kind of delve into a little bit about, uh, you know, with, with Craig and you, and then we're going to get into Sarah's Foundation a little bit later, but we wanted to talk a little bit about the tax changes and kind of what you're seeing in the landscape. We talked off air that, you yeah. know, the payroll tables finally came out right. about a week ago, right. and so yeah, we all Kelly. should be seeing our payroll taxes reduced. Exactly. With if, you're, if you're a W-2 employee, uh, you should be seeing a, a bump up in your, in your take-home pay uh, starting with these last uh, paychecks. Uh, should be phenomenal. But I, I did want to take a step back, if I may. Sure. I, I believe, and, and you know that I'm, I'm a big fan of the show. Uh, <laughs> I am the third, I believe, CPA that you've had on the show. We had really? the Prince of Darkness is one. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. And who was two? And, and Mr. Gruders. You oh, Joe. That's Joe. Right. You had Joe Gruders. Right. So, right. And, and you guys, your audience should go back into the archives. Joe Gruders made a comment because he, he talked about Eric Robinson a little bit, and he said that Eric Robinson was the second best CPA in Sarasota County. So that was great of Joe to say that, that I, obviously I'm, I'm the first. first. That's right. So and Joe, and then Joe, Joe, Joe put himself well, third. So I, I know that you're primarily a CPA. Those guys, they have other aspirations exactly. right now. You never have, to worry about, never have to worry about me uh, joining the, the ranks of uh, politics there, but... Now, getting getting back to uh, the the tax law, whether you call it you know Trump's Trump's tax law or, or what, it's it's going to impact this country. A lot of us, obviously, we we don't have crystal balls and can't predict the future. But what we're seeing, uh, as far as businesses reinvesting, you hear about these big companies that are giving out bonuses, uh, payroll increases, talking about investing billions of dollars. It's going to have a huge impact. You know, Kelly made the comment about going through his employees and seeing, you know, the the additional net pay that they're receiving. So you take those two things that businesses are paying their employees more. And now these employees are getting that money and hopefully doing what the plan was all along is to, you know, spur, should, spur the it, economy. It should. It should. And, yeah. I, you know. I still am confused on the S corp versus C corp. I think it's that that is that is something. And and to your your business owners and your your listening audience, that is something that they should be asking their CPAs about if their CPAs aren't being proactive and bringing it up to them. It's something that we are analyzing all of our S corporations to see due to these tax law changes. Does converting to a C corp make sense? Uh, you, you do get stuck for a period of time. So it's one of those things that you got to evaluate. What is this going to do uh, over you know the next five years? Because you're locked into that change. But uh, for for some businesses, it's going to save them six figures in taxes just doing that. So uh, there are some that we will convert. Jeff, let me uh, just a personal observation. Our company is a C corp, and we had been moving towards an S corp. And and now what I would tell you is our evaluation is is not stalled. It's just not a, a driving force right now. In other words. It's becoming a non-issue, which is actually a very positive. And you had to be a C corp in your business, correct? We weren't. Banks were not allowed. Uh, we're a chartered bank right. in the state of Florida at the time that we did charter twenty-five years ago. Uh, it wasn't really an option for us, um, so we had to be a C corp. Uh, we had looked at at moving because we were paying forty percent in taxes uh, as a as a C corp. Uh, now we're going to pay a, a forecast for this year will be about 25% in taxes. Mm -hmm. So what actually is happening is, is the practical aspects of, of the difference is there's not much different. And when that, when that happens, that's actually a very positive tax situation. It's really what's best for you and not, I'm trying to skirt the tax laws, uh, to get the best bang for the buck. They become neutral. 
which is, I think, a very positive uh, position for the economy. So Sarah and I are both in both of our companies. We're both S-corps. So, but it, it still just funnels down to the end. Now, depending on you know what type of uh, income we make is, is our bracket, but we're not, we're not seeing that same type of drop as a C-corp, is it? Is that correct? No, I mean, the, the C-Corp change is it's a flat 21%, and that tax go. is so, paid at the business. However, to get that money out to you as an owner, it's one of two ways. It's either as payroll, which would be no different than getting it out of an S-Corporation, or the other, the other way is a, a dividend okay. to you. And those dividends are still taxed, although they're typically taxed at, at less rates. So... Yeah, the, Kelly's 100% right that the analysis that we're seeing are putting S-corporations and C-corporations on a, a closer playing field. And so really it comes down to what's best for you. There's there's difference in the number of shareholders you can have between one or the other. There's differences in in uh, voting, you know, as far as those shareholders, voting versus non-voting, right? But what it really does um, from an investment standpoint, which is where we spend our time uh, analyzing this, uh, more than from a personal standpoint, is that all of our publicly traded companies are C corps, and when you have a tax rate that's forty, fifty percent, and I'm including state taxes, depending on which state your corporation is. Um, Thirty years ago, we were in the middle of the road with all the rest of the countries in the world. Everyone had about the same tax rate, and over the last couple of decades, that tax rate has come down. So all that really has happened is that it's allowed. Uh, us, uh, I say us, the publicly traded companies to become average again. In other words, from a tax point of view. So you, you're not going to see as many inversions where companies are going out of the United States and moving to other countries where they have a lower tax rate. Because we're right so now. So it's a repatriation. Basically, we're getting companies to invest back here, which well, should drive up employment. All things being equal, do you want to be uh, domiciled here or somewhere else? And for the most part, unless the tax rate drives you away, you want to be here. And that's what's happening now is you're starting to see companies say, I'm going to uh, bring my money back. Apple has $281 billion of cash sitting around. They're going to bring that back. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. They said they're going to put in almost half a billion dollars of investments uh, back into the United States. Why? What actually happens with that is, you know, their tax, their their uh, return rate on cash is, is not much different than your return rate on cash. They can do so, slightly different. But when they put that to work, that company is going to start making more money when they reinvest it into something that hopefully makes a lot more. And that's what's going to start driving the economy. And, uh, the Fed just yesterday out of Atlanta said uh, forecast over 5% GDP growth. That's incredible. That I is mean, incredible. Because we've been at 2, 3, right? right. Well, Below 2 it, for... Right. If that is correct, I mean, Democrats are they're in big trouble. 
because they're going to have well, to. Well, it should be about the economy. It's well, just, that's. I mean, what I mean they're I mean, saying. I mean, if you hear the tax plan, I mean, these are these are death nails and coffins. People are going to be dying in the street. But to, to see growth like that would be incredible for this country. It would. It, be. it would lead the world. It, 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 right. And we haven't seen that kind of growth in '57 since the post. Uh, you haven't seen it in World thirty. You haven't seen it in thirty expansion. years. I mean, that's it, we haven't had tax reform that's driven the economy in thirty years. So the last two decades have been a one point six seven percent GDP growth on average. And you heard that they invented a new normal, the new normal, to try and describe it. That's that. It doesn't have to be that way. And what we're proving is, if we give a little incentive to the uh, to the businesses, you can get the growth up above that. And really, five is going to be a spurt of a like a like a jolt of sugar. Um, it shouldn't stay that high, uh, but it, it sustained three percent is a huge difference. And I gave a, a, the difference last time, and I think I spoke with you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, a three percent GDP growth um, produces a whole lot better return rates in the stock market than a one point six percent GDP growth by multiple factors. Um, and we did that history. Uh, back to decades versus this decade, back decade. Uh, and it's massive. The difference in those two was a 4% return rate in the market versus a 16% return rate in the market. And you ask any of my clients, which one do you want? They want the 16. That's so. right. So talk a little bit. You, you often go to hear Art Laffer and then you provide us uh, guys that are close to you with some information from what Art talks about. So I was listening to the, the Fox News channel on the radio the other day and Laffer was on there with uh, the C, actually it was the CNBC team that he was on and he was speaking about the concern we have with shutting off, um, you know, how we're dealing with Chinese, Chinese people with trade and, you know, we want to be careful that we don't close our ability to export to them based on the tariffs and, you know, we're just trying to, I know what Trump's plan is to make it fair for us to compete but we don't want to shut off our ability to export to those countries. And so Laffer was concerned about that. That's basically his only concern about what's going on right now. And I wondered if you had any more insight on, on that. The only thing I can say is what we're looking at is, yes, tra- if, you, if you hinder trade any which way you hinder it, it's bad for the world economy uh, and our economy. Um, but uh, you see a lot of posturing and you know, a lot of talk. Um, and you saw a lot of that even going into the tax package uh, that was finally passed. Who was going to do what, where, when, uh, where sub S is going to get this and we'll get that. It, a lot of uh, uh, sausage being made in the kitchen. Um, I tend to ignore that and try and just result, look at the result. Um, and so that's, I mean, I think there's a lot of posturing going on right now. Yeah, I, I think it's just, yeah. And then at the end, hopefully they, they mediate in the middle somewhere. So, so Craig, talk um, a little bit about the CPA business. Um, you do a lot of contractors in our area, right? Yeah. Subcontractors and yeah, con- contractors are, are our bread and butter. I mean, as as real estate goes up, our our clients are doing well. So we do a lot of uh, contractors, subcontractors. But you know, you knowing coming from uh, the the Midwest, especially the Youngstown area, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. Right. And we've learned that as a firm and, and diversification is something that we need to think about in our business. So we've got specialists in, in dealerships. We've got, I'm, I'm uh, lead up the firm's not-for-profit services group, manufacturing. So we can, we can service any of those businesses <laughs> and the complexity that is out there, not only in the IRS code, but in the accounting standards is something that I kind of shake and shudder to think, 
how do some firms that don't have the resources that we have get the job done and get it done, you know, in the quality that it needs to be. If we were to print out the IRS code, it'd be about a foot tall. And how does anybody wrap their arms around that? I know that we've had, you know, conversations off air to talk about certain deductions that are specific to contractors and certain uh, credits. There's, there's energy credits out there. There's tax credits for getting certain people into the workplace. I was at a seminar last week. I learned that there's actually a tax credit you can get if you make your website accessible to blind people. Wow. I mean, there, there's, there's so many things out there. We just are doing our audit right now, and we're getting a tax credit for um, salaries paid during Hurricane Irma. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. That's, that's actually a, a, pretty, a pretty big one, too. So any of you business owners out there, if you paid your people when Irma happened— what you got to do is you, you got to give that information to your CPA because the IRS came out and, and they said, essentially, you get that deduction for that payroll, but we're going to give you an additional credit on top of that to essentially make it free money. So you're not going to be hurt for Irma. Well, uh, let's look back at that because yeah. that was September 10th, 11th. Yeah, 7th, 7th. I, I've, I've had so businesses that closed down. before the event right. came on Sunday, right. right? And then there was the week after. And in our business, Jack and I, I mean, we probably had three or four weeks of just non-productive job sites. Right. A lot of our workers came from the middle of the state where it really did have an impact. Right. Well, I, I had issues where people left the state and they couldn't get back in. Right. So they, they closed the border for a while that you couldn't even get back in. And so what, what this says is if you paid those people – and they were not able to work in the place that they normally worked. So we had our office in Fort Myers closed down for a week. Our Naples office closed down for nearly two weeks. Those people were working remotely. Therefore, we're going to get the credit for, for those people because they weren't able to work as productive if they were to work in those offices. So that's, that's something that your listeners need to know. So what we want to do, we come back. After the break, we want to talk about the philanthropy and the job that kind of a lot of us are doing outside of the real jobs that we have. And we're going to focus a little bit coming out of the break on Sarah's Foundation, and then we'll get into some other stuff that you guys are working on. Thanks. Business Spotlights with Jack and Jeff will be right back after this short break here on Sarasota News Radio, 1320 AM and streaming on sarasotanewsradio.com. For your company's next commercial construction project, rely on the 30 years of experience at J.E. Charlotte Construction. The Venice-based and family-owned company builds distinctively, effectively, and sustainably, from retail and healthcare to recreational. The full-service construction company is your partner at every stage through design to completion. With deep roots in the community, J.E. Charlotte Construction builds stronger communities, one commercial project at a time. Learn more at jecharlotte.com. If you own or manage a local business, the Pathways Program at First Step of Florida knows what you and your employees may be going through. Alcohol and drug addiction destroys families, hurts communities, and can affect your business. If you, an employee or colleague, needs help and hope, learn how the Pathways Program at First Step can put you and your business on the right path to safety and sobriety. Learn more today at PathwaysFL.org. That's PathwaysFL.org. For the lives of your employees and the life of your business. Addiction recovery starts with Pathways of Florida. 
If you're in the contracting business, Gulf Coast Builders Exchange has been your voice in Manatee, Sarasota, and Charlotte counties since 1952. Join more than 400 leading general contractors to grow and build your business with networking and educational opportunities. Their mission is members doing business with members, featuring the Proud to Build campaign to highlight the good work of the local commercial contracting industry. Learn more about Gulf Coast Builders Exchange at gcbx.org today. Children First is a private charitable nonprofit organization serving Sarasota's most vulnerable children and families six weeks to five years of age. We provide early care and education, family strengthening services, and provide the opportunity for our families to achieve their dreams. A great big shout out to the individuals and businesses of the Suncoast for your support. If you'd like to visit us, please go to childrenfirst.net, childrenfirst.net as in safety net, and a great big thanks to Jack and Jeff for their support. If you own a business, keep your facilities protected from the top down with Sutter Roofing, specializing in commercial roofing for 115 years. Sutter Roofing is a family-owned business. They're your full-service, low-slope roofing experts, from new construction to re-roofing and repairs. Sutter Roofing serves Sarasota, Fort Myers, Tampa, Orlando, and West Palm Beach. Safe, solid, and secure since 1902. Contact them today for your free commercial roof inspection. Learn more at Sutter roofing.com save your local business time and money with sarah manna business products for office technology sales service and support sarah manna is the area's most established rico dealer in florida serving the sun coast for more than four decades from rico color and black multifunctional systems to scanners printers plotters and more get the newest models or save on refurbished like new systems business process automation and document management software too learn more at sarahmanna.com s-a-r-a M-A-N-A.com. We're back with more of Business Spotlights with Jack and Jeff, airing every Tuesday at noon here on Sarasota News Radio 1320 AM and streaming live on SarasotaNewsRadio.com. Okay, welcome back to Business Spotlights with Jack and Jeff. And I'm going to kind of reintroduce everybody and we're going to get into the little bit of the philanthropy that all three of you are playing. So we have Sarah Mackey, who's an optometrist, Jack's sister in law, and Kelly Caldwell, Caldwell Trust, and Craig Steinhoff with Hillbarth and King. So, Sarah, uh, talk a little bit about the foundation that you've you've started and 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 maybe a fundraiser that's coming up. All right. So, like I said earlier, I'm with the Eye Center in Brainton, Florida. We've been in practice for not personally me, but the the practice itself has been in practice for over 50 years. So, um, our big thing is to give back to the community. If you don't give back to your community, then then who's going to support you? So that's 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 always been a big thing with all of the doctors. Um, so for years, even before I started working at the eye center, we've the practice has given out vouchers to the school nurses for free eye exams and a complete set of glasses. And depending what the economy was, we would give out anywhere between twenty to thirty a year. Um, and in about 2012, 2013, one of the school nurses came to us with a huge book. It was um, a book of thank you letters from a lot of the students of that year that had gotten their, their glasses. And it re- we realized how much that impacted so many lives. Um, so my husband and I got in our heads to maybe create a foundation that we could raise a little bit of money so that we can give out more vouchers. Um, you know, the 2025 a year, 
just didn't cut it. There were a lot more students out there needing it. So we developed or we um, founded the Eye Center Vision Foundation. And what we do now is we give the school nurses as many vouchers as they need that they can give to these students for free glasses or a free eye exam and and a complete set of glasses. So the nurses do the vision screenings at schools they um elementary schools right? elementary yeah. school no elementary In, and middle? middle and high school oh, so okay. it's it's everything um the elementary schools are mandated to have vision screenings but the nurses if they see anybody that needs help or if there's anything brought to their attention in middle school and high school they'll, they'll also flag it too so they'll flag a student that might be struggling in school or struggling with their vision and they know their financial situations, whether they're uninsured or even underinsured, and they'll give them a voucher. And these vouchers come with no strings attached. It doesn't have to, you don't have to show financial need. You don't have to, you know, go through an insur- insurance or anything. And um, so they get the voucher, they come in and they get their eye exam and a complete set of glasses. Um, the wonderful thing that we found with this foundation is when we started, I started talking to some of my vendors, frame reps, and asking for donations. And we've gotten some great donations, a lot of donations with frames, um, a lot of them name brand, which is kind of cool because, you know, these kids can get mm-hmm. these good looking up to date glasses that they can wear. You know, nobody's excited about wearing glasses, especially if they're not cool. So it's it's cool. They've got they've got a big variety to choose from. Um And the other thing about this is, you know, if you're going through um, insurance or a lot of the other programs that are going. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. On, you get one pair a year. Well, these are kids. You know, they're, they're running around on the playground. Boys are being rough. Girls are doing gymnastics. You know, they're going to break their glasses and... If, if you break your glasses with most insurances, you can only get, you have to wait a year to get your glasses back. Well, that's not really fair for a kid. So again, they get a voucher, they come in and they just get their glasses. Well, and I was myopic at a very young age. So as you age, you, your, your eyes keep getting worse and worse. I started at 2100 and ended at 2400 or something. But so you have to see them on a yearly basis because oh, yeah. their prescription is probably changing, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I even have some kids in their teenage years, they're growing so much some people change within six months. So yeah, you have to see them. You have to at least see them every, every once a year. Yeah. Well, that's um, awesome. So what do you have? How do you guys raise money? I guess would be my next question. Is it just, uh, well, we have some great community donations that we get. Um, we're also working with Conley Subaru with the Subaru share the, share the love event. We're one of the three charities We're the local charity that they've chosen to give. So any Subaru, Sold, they give $250. It's between the months of November and January. So that program just ended. Um, last year, we got like, I think $2,500 from them. Nice. So that was really good. We're hoping to get at least that much again this year. Um, the other fundraiser that we have, we have a big fundraiser called Beertopia. Now, Beertopia is. I um, write this one down. <laughs> You got to attend. <laughs> yeah, you have to attend. It's a. It's going to be on February twenty fourth, 
it's a beer and food tasting event. So basically we've got um, 11 local restaurants who have are donating um, food. So they basically donate like an appetizer, finger taste, tastings, and we have a beer that pairs with it. Um, we've got a lot of craft beers, a lot of craft beers this year um, to, to go with the foods. So it's... Um, Dancing, you know, band, raffles. Where's it located at? Where's it's it? located in Lakewood Ranch at Gold Coast Eagle. So at I'm their... I know that place. Yeah, a lot of well. people know that. So it sounds weird to say we're having it at the warehouse, but if you've ever visited Gold Coast Eagle, John Saputo, my dad, keeps his warehouse spick and span clean. You yeah, could eat off the floor. Pretty good so, builder built the facility to some guy. Yeah, they did a pretty good job. It, look, it doesn't look like a warehouse. It, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So it's not in the VIP room it's actually in the warehouse it's actually outside so it's in a, a covered it's in the loading axe it's a covered yeah, it's, outside area mm-hmm. it, it's perfect i've been to it i've been to it every year and one of the reasons they can't have it inside is the fact that the, the attendance is so high there uh his hospitality center only will hold 100 or so people there's going to be 350 400 people at the event um you've got live music right we do kettle kettle of fish Kettle of Fish will be there. So do you, do you have a do you buy tickets online? How do how does somebody find out about going? Yeah, so we um, we're partnering with the DeSoto, the Hernando DeSoto Historical Society. They help us because basically I need help with, with registration. With, yeah. Right, right, yeah. with a lot of manpower too. And they've been fabulous. They also support children, so they kind of go hand in hand with my foundation. Um, so you can get tickets on their website, which is um, DeSotoHQ.com. Their, their ticket site is not live yet, but it should be any day now. You can also get tickets at any one of my three locations, the iCenter locations in Bradenton, Florida. And if nothing and else... I'm assuming it sells out, so you got to get on this. You right? got to get on it. You got to yeah. get on it. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like... Uh, Forks and corks. <laughs> exactly. Sells out in three seconds. Exactly. Um, and we're also wanting to raise even more money this year because another thing that we're doing, not only do we do our free eye exams in-house, um, we also support Turning Points. Turning Points is the homeless assistance um, facility in Bradenton, Florida. They do medical, dental, and they have started Vision. So in April of 2017, we kind of partnered with them they're doing a vision. They do uh, vision exams, and we are making all the glasses for those people also. So that's another thing that we've kind of taken on this year with our foundation. That's awesome. That's yeah, fantastic. we've got we've got a, a a big thing I wanted to touch on um, this year. Mostly, we've been doing the glasses and the eye exams, but just recently, one of my doctors saw a patient. He's been seeing her for about six years. She's 19 years old, came in this year with a big change in her vision, really not seeing well at all. Um, she has a history of retinopathy of prematurity, which she was born three months early. And when you've got that, your, your lungs are underdeveloped, so you're placed on oxygen. And when that happens, unfortunately, it, um, the eyes don't develop correctly. The blood vessels in the eyes don't develop correctly. And you're prone to retinal detachments, which can really affect the vision. Mm-hmm. So she'd had several laser surgeries as a kid, um, had done pretty well. And then, like I said, he, he saw her this year and her vision had really just gone downhill. So we did the eye exam, found that she had dense cataracts in both eyes, which again, at 19, at 19 very rare, but it can be a side effect from um, retinal surgeries. 
So the moms, the the daughter, the you know, the dad is he's involved, but he's in North Carolina, not good medical insurance, you know, really, really high deductible. Um, and so the mom was distraught and didn't know what to do. The, the daughter's in school, you know. So um, the Dr. Ladicina, he he told her, don't worry. You know, we've got this vision foundation. We'll take care of it. So he got with a local ophthalmologist, Dr. Dana Winkle in Bradenton, and he actually comped her entire surgery. So she had cataract surgery on both eyes. You're looking at that's, you know, that can be out of pocket eight to $10,000. Wow. So he got everything comped. So she had her cataract surgery. One eye came out great. She's 20, 20, which as you know, is perfect vision. The left eye, not quite so good. Um, so when they got to look after they got the cataract out, they could look in the back of the eye and saw that she had had a retinal detachment. So Dr. Laudacena sent her to Baskin Palmer, which is a renowned, renowned um, eye institute, nationally renowned. It's um, based out of Miami. They've got places in um, Naples also. Um, but they they said, yeah, she's got a, a, a retinal detachment. She needs to have surgery if we have any chance of saving vision in this eye. Again, the mom was distraught. What are we going to do? So, of course, that's when Dr. Lanasita said, again, you know, the Vision Foundation can pay for this. So she actually had her surgery yesterday, um, spent the night overnight. We don't know the results yet, but she had the surgery. So we're hoping good results. The mom wanted to be here to be able to talk with us, but obviously she had to be with her daughter today. So, you know, that's that's something we're looking at, you know, the because we've raised so much money or because we've got this great foundation, we can do this. In the past, before we had the Eye Center Vision Foundation, we could only say, hey, you know, here's your glasses. I'm sorry, we can't help you from here. We don't have the funds. But now it's, it's a no-brainer. We've got the funds. And when you see the panic in the parents' eyes, you can say, don't, don't. We've got yeah, you taken care that's, of. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I really appreciate the effort you guys are putting out there. And obviously the proceeds from Beertopia would, would go to support the foundation. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. All right. So listening audience, starting with Hill, Barth, and King. Yeah. You guys need to buy tickets. All right. I've, I've been to the event. I was telling you guys, it's been phenomenal. And we're there. So talk, Craig, talk a little bit about some of the charity. I know you're involved with uh, Argus, obviously. Right. You're on our board and right. you're running the uh, events committee this year. I am. I am. Argus is a phenomenal organization. Um, you guys you guys know firsthand. We have a lot of events. And, you know, one thing that, that I know on your radio show that you've, you've been bringing up and uh, making people aware is, is the uh, opioid mm-hmm. crisis that's in this area. And, you know, coming down from Ohio... I saw it firsthand. It's, and, you know, it's one of those things that uh, affects the majority of families even, out there. Even on one of the past programs, I forget it was the sheriff or someone said, what happens in Youngstown? It, it happens in Florida was, about three or four was, weeks later. Jennifer, it, it, Jennifer Ernst mentioned that. Yeah. And it's the truth. I know I, I do. Uh, it, it's impacted my family. And I was, uh, before I moved down here, I, I was the president and board chair of a detox facility up in Ohio. And it's, it's amazing to see what can be done. And then to come down here and you guys have said it over and over again, the amount of funding that's down here is nowhere near what this state needs. And I, I'm aware of, you know, it's, it's not just a a drug issue. It's generally a mental health issue as well. They call that a co-occurring disorder. And so I've gotten involved for, with mental health community centers mm-hmm. and, you know, working with, with that group and their leadership to understand that there are people with mental 
issues that generally have a drug addiction as well. And I know, Jack, you're, you've involved with First Step that kind of goes the other way. Yep. And so I really think these organizations need to partner and collaborate and work together. And if they pool their funding and create or establish a, a program, that's, that's what happened in Ohio. That, and it's working. And, you know, that's unfortunately one disease that the success rate is, is minimal. But I, I know with, with my family and the issues we had, that success rate of one was phenomenal. Yeah. I, what's interesting in our market down here, you go to Ohio, and they're, they're third in spending on mental health in the country. And, and Florida's 47th, 48th, depending on who you talk to. And we're the third most popular state, right. and Ohio's probably the eighth or tenth or whatever. But, I mean, anywhere you drive, 224, you know, from South Avenue to Canfield, there's a dozen facilities that right. I saw. Right. I mean, I got to tell you, Jack, I don't even know where First Step's at. I hate to say that, but I don't, you know, it's like I don't even know where it, our facilities are. I, I tell you, it's about two blocks from here. You can walk Isn't to it. Isn't it crazy? It's but right we, there. There's just no awareness to the problem. I mean, we, it's, it's kind of like we just want to bury it and just not really want to accept the fact we've all kind of moved here from somewhere else and we want to leave those problems right. behind. And really, we're just not kind of dealing with the reality of the problem. It's getting better. I mean, the jails... Our sheriffs get it. We're treating patients with Vivitrol now, which is game changer right. for some. So we, you know, I think we're going in the right direction, and and I'm glad that you're getting involved in organizations that kind of have your passion behind it. And you know, Kelly, I I know you've been active, involved with you. You know, you've been in Argus Hundred, forever. Hundreds and, of charities. Yeah, call yeah, but, but talk about, about five that you're not involved. About your passion. <laughs> no, actually, we were su- uh, surprised. Till she said Beertopia, I didn't know we were supporting her foundation, but Caldwell Trust Company, I, I knew I knew the Beertopia part, but I didn't know the underlying foundation. So here all is the good work. And that's, you know, you asked about, well, you know, something we do. Uh, how long have we been involved with Venice Sertoma? Yeah. And Sertoma runs a speech clinic. And uh, and it's trying to get the kids, in that, especially in that, you know, young age up into, um, you know, middle school primarily is, is what Sertoma is working on. Um, because if you can get them, corrected there and 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 remove the impediment whether it's they can't see or they can't hear or they have a speech problem um you can get them mainstreamed and it saves us along in the long run tremendously so yeah it's amazing you know that the kids they don't realize they can't hear or that they can't see unless it's pointed out i i had a, a teacher stop me in the hall of my daughter's school last year that I had done a vision foundation exam on one of her students. And she was like, Oh my God, he got his new glasses and he is now walking with the swagger. He, he had been falling behind in reading and she's like, I just think he needs an eye exam. And I said, well, get him a voucher. I'll, I'll see, I'll see him. And again, two weeks later, I, I passed her in the halls and she's like, his whole attitude is different and he's catching up. And that's the same thing with hearing. If they can't hear, they don't realize it, and they're not going to say anything. They think that everyone's doing that exactly, yeah. and they're going to fall behind. So you you got to touch on some of the stuff that you're involved with though in our community. Oh, I'm well, not going to let you get off. No, the hook. no. Well, we you know we give through our our staff wherever our staff are involved is we we give through there. So whether it's Argus, whether it's Tidewell, um, Boys and Girls Club. Um, we're involved. So you got a culture Venice of philanthropy y. in your office. That is why. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it, it, just, it just doesn't end uh, because our staff are very involved. Um, they're all invested in the community. Um, and, and so, you know, wherever they are, they actually, each of our employees has a budget. 
and we 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 there it is, and they get to uh, amend that budget and increase it or decrease it as they wish. That's um, that's a yeah, really nice concept. They, it's where they go, and where they spend their time. That's great, Kelly, and and um, I mean the, just great su- success stories. And um, when we come back, um, I'd like to talk a little bit about workforce development. Um, all three of you have very technical jobs, and I'd like to hear where you're getting your employees from. Yeah, thank you. Business Spotlights with Jack and Jeff will be right back after this short break here on Sarasota News Radio, 1320 AM and streaming on SarasotaNewsRadio.com. Half Acre Construction is the area's oldest and most established private commercial construction company, locally owned and operated by Jack Cox. Half Acre Construction delivers commercial and industrial construction projects on time and within budget. Their integrity, expertise, and financial strengths as a green builder can also help your business reduce energy consumption and preserve natural resources. Learn more today at HalfAcreConstruction.com. That's HalfAcreConstruction.com. Let your appetite do the giving during the 20th Annual Columbia Restaurant Community Harvest Program. Support Suncoast Charities for Children by dining for lunch or dinner at the beautiful Columbia Restaurant on St. Armand Circle, anytime during the entire month of September. After your meal, you may designate 5% of your check back to charity. So come on out and enjoy a fabulous meal and support Suncoast Charities for Children, serving children and adults with special needs since 1985. Sarasota's 360PR is a full-service public relations firm. Founded in 2012, 360PR can help your business with public relations strategy, press writing, and social media management, as well as political and image consulting, sales training, messaging, and media coaching. Over 45 years of combined PR and communications expertise serve a diverse group of local and national clients. Learn more today on how 360PR can help your business. Visit 360PR.com. That's 360 OPR.com. The Boys and Girls Clubs of Sarasota County wants to thank our local business partners. Your support helps more than 5,000 kids across the community succeed in school, plan for their futures, and become productive workers and leaders. Our five Boys and Girls Club locations are open for all children aged 6 to 18 in Sarasota, Venice, and Northport. To learn how you can help local youth achieve their full potential at the Boys and Girls Club, visit BGCSarasota.com. That's BGCSarasota.com. Hi, this is Patrick Delmatico of Alpermort Insurance. Our agency has been providing individuals and businesses throughout Southwest Florida with world-class asset protection for more than 25 years. Whether your need is personal or business-related, our agency staff of trusted insurance advisors will tailor a program to fit your individual needs. If you live in it, work in it, build it, drive it, or simply love it, Alpermort Insurance protects it. Please call us today at 941-924-3808 or visit us at alpermort.com. When it comes to ensuring your specialty business or organization, rely on the experience and expertise of CBiz Insurance. CBiz Insurance specializes in business insurance for many diverse industries, from contractors and country clubs to community associations and more. Let CBiz Insurance help lower your costs and premiums while improving your coverage. Visit CBiz.com to learn more. That's the letter C, B-I-Z.com for CBiz Insurance. National caliber expertise and highly personalized service. That's CBiz Insurance. We're back with more of Business Spotlights with Jack and Jeff, airing every Tuesday at noon here on Sarasota News Radio, 1320 AM, and streaming live on sarasotanewsradio.com. Okay, welcome back to Business Spotlights with Jack and Jeff, and we're going to further the conversation uh, with the three of you, Sarah, Kelly, and uh, Craig, and we want to talk about kind of the workforce in general and how you guys are mining 
because your jobs are very technical and 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 high paying. And I'm just curious, uh, starting with you, Craig, uh, kind of how you're trying to go about getting young CPAs as interns yeah. to be future CPAs. No, it's a, that's a great question, and it's definitely an issue that we've been up against. I mentioned coming down here in August of 2015. At that time, my office had six people. And I said, we're up to 15 right now. And finding those additional people was was tricky. It was tough. I I had a uh, position open for a bookkeeper, just a regular QuickBooks bookkeeper, and I was going all over the place, headhunters, calling, asking people, do you know somebody? Can we bring somebody in and train them? And I'm, I'm saying, I, I want to pay this person, you know, $20, $25, $30 an hour. I mean, pretty good. And it, it, was, it was tough finding that person. So it's a lot of word of mouth. Uh, we do a lot of recruiting. We luckily have our, our Fort Myers office that, you know, is tapped into FGCU. FGCU yeah. We're getting interns. We're open to getting interns. I, I struggled uh, a little bit with, with the local colleges to say, hey, can I get interns from your school? And at that point, they would not allow their students to take an internship program with my firm for credit. We've now gotten that changed. You know, I said, you're doing your students a, a disservice. The, their students wanted to go and get out of school and then get a job. I said, well, let's let's get an internship, have it count for credit, and then they got, you know, they're hitting the ground running. So I'm, you're right. I mean, we're 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 paying good wages. It is a, a technical ability. The struggle is if if we're not getting our candidates from a nearby college or university, yeah. do you go up to to Tallahassee and Gainesville and try to pull from there? And then you just got to keep your fingers crossed that you get somebody That's with Al a Sarasota and tie. Hydraulics talked it about is. the same problem right. because, you know, we don't have the we, we we're. We don't have these kids that want to come back to this area because they're getting educated right. in other areas. Right. And try, I mean, you figure my business, this is our busiest time of year. This is when I have my interns and try to tell somebody who doesn't have a Sarasota connection to come here in January. And good, luck, good, good luck. Try to find some place that's affordable to stay in and, and work for my firm. It's, it's been a struggle. And I, I know that, you know, through Argus, through some other organizations trying to get, that affordable housing, workforce housing going. Uh, it, it's not just for your your PGT, you know, folks trying to find good places uh, to to live. It's it's also for your your professional jobs as well. So Kelly, you know, you have a similar type, you know, yeah, person we, that you're hiring, a technical person with some financial we, capability, and we have seven people in our IT department. We develop software, so trying to recruit those are even harder. Um, and tell them to come to where our headquarters is, is in Venice. Uh, that's even harder than Sarasota. Um, but I will tell you that uh, one of the things that we do is uh, you have to have a culture of a, a, of your company. Uh, you have to empower your people to be looking for people all the time. I once spoke with uh, over lunch with a, a really powerful CEO, and I asked him, well, how much time do you spend looking for talent? And he said, if you're not spending 25 to 30 percent of your time as a CEO, you're missing the boat because that's the only thing you really have. And, and I think he's right. So we now empower all of our employees, keep your eyes open, look for these people and, and, and talk to them and, and they'll find good people. Right. Um, and I said, it's only going to get more acute when the economy, if you get a 5%, just think about it. Last two decades with a 1.6% GDP growth, the economy has been slowly chugging along. There's generations of people who haven't seen 4% GDP growth. Nonetheless, five. And what's that going to do to capacity? When that happens, the, 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 the challenge for staffing is going to go through the roof. 
you just better be prepared. And when you look at all these bonuses and and four hundred one k bonuses and contributions, that's not totally from the goodness of their heart. They know this is coming. You're going to have to be one of the best places to work. You have the best culture, and you're gonna have to pay them. Um, and so we started to see um, uh, uh, employment uh, increases and, and wage increases, and that's that's actually good, um, and and it's good for our area. So you know. We- what Kelly said, you know, we were a eight to ten person company for a long time, but now we're up to fourteen. And four of my new hires in two thousand seventeen came from two of my employees that were already there, and only one did I go outside of that to a headhunter type person. I, I think it's very competitive right now. I just yeah. hired a kid from Alabama, and um, nice kid. He's from Sarasota, so we we're lucky to, to have him come back. And he kind of grilled me over the phone on what his medical benefits are going to be because he had other offers from other companies. I mean, I, I had to get the HR person because I didn't know enough about our medical plan to talk <laughs> right. about it. Yeah. So it, it, it's challenging. Well, that, you know, and I, I, I think the biggest challenge we're going to have is keeping the core good people. And, you know, for the most part, if you have a culture that they're comfortable with, I, I don't think they, a lot of good employees chase dollars. I think some of your newer employees that you have might do that. But Sarah, I'm curious in your business. I mean, you got to be an MD for the most part, right? I mean, but you have office staff and billing and receivables and. Right. So for, with the, with the doctors, it's, it's a little bit more difficult. You know, like I said, we have six doctors and, um, the last two we hired were pretty lucky. Um, one of the doctors, he had worked with us, uh, as an intern, through high school. So, and then he knew he wanted to go to optometry school. So he knew he was coming back to us. So we held it. We, we just knew we had a spot for him. And then the last one that we hired, she, her grandfather actually started the eye center over 50 years ago. Wow. So she's following in his footsteps. And of course we had a position for her when she came back. So those two were relatively easy, but some of the other ones, it's just, um, you have to try to lure them. We we sent letters to um, people who had taken the state board and passed the state board um, to try to get you know get people out, feelers out. Uh, there's Facebook pages, but the big thing for us is we're a private practice, so it's more like a family. If you become a doctor, you're getting married to us, basically. So we all have to get along, and we're competing with the big corporations, the lens crafters, the you know those big corporations that are going to say, "Hey, come work for me. Here's your huge salary right out of school." And we're not that way. We we work on commission, so ours is. Hey, come work for us. We're going to guarantee you get this. But if you work really hard and you you know you build your practice, you're going to make above and beyond what your classmates are 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 making. You have to get these people to see past that. And a lot of the times they don't see past that. And if they don't have that vision, then they're clearly not the ones for our practice. But it makes it harder for us to find those people with that that vision. It's they they get out of school. They've got the debt and the the school debt, the debt is really a big problem. It's looming over their heads. I'm curious, just what would your optometry degree, six years or is it eight years? It's it's, it's eight years. So it is just like a conventional, okay, so eight years, mm-hmm. what would this, give me just an idea, University of Florida and, you know, just so, pick a medical school, what, gosh, what would they have if they didn't have, you know, their parents paying for it right. or their own money? I think one of the doctors that came out, he has, I want to say it's about 150000 in debt. Wow. Yeah. And you have to start paying that immediately. At a 3% immediately. interest. Right. 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 Yeah. Three and four. yeah. And when you start, you know, a lot of the tax breaks, a lot of the breaks that some of the kids get when they get out of school don't necessarily apply because 
the money that he's making is higher than, you know, than what applies. So yeah, it's, it's quite high. That's a, that's that's a, a big hurdle. It's a house payment for a house you don't have. I mean, or, it is. Yeah, I have it a is. house payment here, but <laughs> no, I think one thing that, that uh, you guys mentioned was paying good, good money for these jobs is important. But like Jack said, you got to have the benefits. Like Kelly said, you got to get your employees ingrained into something that drives them. So you give them the budget. I love that idea. I'm going to steal that idea from you. Yeah, I, you know, I already wrote that one down. Yeah, one, one thing we've been, we actually open, we have an open leave policy now. So rather than somebody asking how many, you know, do I get two weeks off, three weeks off? We're saying you get your work done, you take off. And so that's a recruiting t- tactic that, that we've taken. Well, that's on. ultimate flexibility. I feel like I'd be in the office by myself. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a little bit different business. No, go ahead. Well, thank you all. First of all, thank you. Um, I want to challenge everybody in the room. I, I'd like to say it because you guys are, we're all kind of peers is we have to empower the generation behind us. And I'm going to say probably Gen X and millennial and, we have to get them to step up to the plate in the next five to 10 years because we're going to be, you know, hopefully we're going to be in a retirement stage and we're going to be, you know, still active. But at the end of the day, we have to pass this on. And I like what I see in our community. There's a lot of, you know, I went to the Billers Exchange dinner last night and Argus does a really great dinner. And when you see the kind of talent and work that's being done in our area, it's, it's really encouraging and, you know, uh, great program, buddy, and uh, everybody have a great week and uh, listen to the show. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Thanks for tuning in to Business Spotlights with Jack and Jeff every Tuesday at noon here on Sarasota News Radio, 1320 AM. To listen to this edition of Business Spotlights again anytime, just visit sarasotanewsradio.com and look for the podcast link on the Business Spotlights info page. If you have an idea, comment, or suggestion about this edition of the show or for future episodes, please visit the Business Spotlights with Jack and Jeff page on Facebook. Until next time, thanks again for listening. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.